0: The college football experience, FCS playoffs, and bowl talk on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Price picks. Price picks is DFS simplified. All you have to do is pick your favorite player over and unders to cash in. Head over to Pricepicks.com and use the promo code SGP for 100% instant deposit match. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new propswap.com and use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at sobet.io/sgpn. That's sobet.io/sgpn. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head over to better betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's BetterFantasy, B-E-T-T-O-R-Fantasy.com slash S G P N. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. Your home for all of our picks and podcasts. It's free in the Apple store and Google Play Store. So download that thing today. Welcome, welcome to the College Football Experience, FCS playoffs, picks and Army, Navy, and College Football Bowl talk and coach talk. My name is Colby Swingin' Danterbase Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price. That no one touches. Oh, no one touches Dundee. Yes, yes, yes. Look, I mean, we just got it done. Another season in the books, for the most part. I'm joined by my co-host, former, former JMU Duke of the sunbelt, fresh off a win against the Virginia Cavaliers, and Woo. Tony Bennett. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. hi <laughs> Well.
1: Breaking this bad boy out for the first time. Yes. What is this called? The USFL
0: theme song.
1: Hey-oh!
0: Oh, look, isn't that? That is that thats heat right there. That oh, is hi. heat coming this spring, me, Patty C and T Nick. We will be going through the USFL. Yes, yes, yes. Woo. That's a just fire theme song. All right. Third guy in the booth. I know that was loud. That was loud. Wasn't it? Wasn't it guys? The, uh, the USFL is going to be loud. Yeah. That's right. the USFL needs to be loud. They need people like us. All right, folks. Uh, third man in the booth, the DFS guy himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home brew making, Tobacco Road living, the free lock giving, former former Herndon Basketball League MVP, give it up, NC Nick, in the place to be.
2: What's up, guys? How we doing today? Here's your music.
0: So, very proud. Mm-hmm. Very uh, mm-hmm. respectable.
1: Want to salute you, Nick.
0: Here we are another week in a crazy crazy college football season. Everyone's talking about how crazy this college football season. We got a lot of things we want to hit on the FCS playoffs are rolling, a real playoff with a real champion and real home games on campus. How did they do it, Patty C? Unbelievable. All in the month of December? I thought they had finals. Right.
1: Got got to look out <laughs> for the kids. Sure, we can keep Oh, uh, L- Jan-
0: you know LSU
2: looks out for the kids. Hey, they're they're student athletes first. <laughs> um, student well, before athlete, okay?
0: Yeah, yeah. This is what they say, right? I didn't come here to study. I come didn't here really to study. Studying sucks. Studying <laughs> really sucks. That's that's what they say. Can we can we yeah. have
1: a the term officially changed to athlete student? That needs to happen. Yeah, athlete student, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, that. At, at Power Five conference. Well,
0: especially you saw the University of Texas, uh, the the pancake house. Uh first off they created they, they were clever about this. They created a uh, charity. So then uh Pancake House went through the charity to to uh, to line up everyone on scholarship on the office line getting 50 grand. Yeah to keep them from yeah, directly a paying, year, I think. I, but, but what's great is through the charity you'll never know how much money technically will be there. Like it's a great way to uh, to yeah. basically launder money. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Who uh, didn't see this one coming yeah. guys? Um, but we got a wild, wild off season here, and and key games. Like I said, Army Navy. We we love uh, the service academies here. Uh, and after watching that Patriots uh, football game, Patriots against the Bills, where Bill Belichick passed the ball just three times, went two of three. But I've made this case on the SGP show, Detroit Lions. Ever since they traded Bobby Lane to the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, they've been horrible. They have one playoff win in like sixty years. They should do the triple option. Honestly, even if you're a fan, even if you go 0 and 16, you've already gone 0 and 16 most years. Yeah. <laughs> or it 1 and can't 15. can't get much worse. Wouldn't you, as a fan, be more interested if you saw them pull out the triple option? Yeah. I do you mean, think it could work in the NFL? If, I think it could.
1: If all you're playing for as the Detroit Lions is ticket sales, right? You can't do any worse, right? I mean. But I actually think that the system
0: would work. I don't know if you'd win a Super Bowl, but I think you could be a playoff team. Could be a more interesting team than you. Nick, are. How do you think the triple option would fare in the NFL? The last West time Virginia, West Virginia covers beautiful <laughs> for both 56,
2: of us. Three. I'm uh, sorry. We were talking about
0: the, the, option. the last time the triple option was ran Ron Meyer of the Colts with Eric Dickerson and Albert Bentley it. It, it was successful now he didn't run it every play, but it was successful in running it. Um, I think it could work if I'm the Detroit lions. I try it. Guess this is the, basically the same question as like, if should, you know, should Duke go
2: with Paul Johnson, basically Duke is the, are the Detroit Lions of college football, you know, average at best, uh, very awful at worst, uh, yeah, honestly, in the NFL, I'd say no, because really, I mean, just, you're talking about a different level of athlete. I'm not saying it can't be successful or they can't be like 500. No, I think you could be. I think you
0: could be nine and seven, ten and six, dude. I wonder why where
1: that where that like idea came from. You know, because
0: Uh, yeah, I think it's all bullshit. Was there a team that
1: ran the triple option successfully for a long time in the NFL that just stopped being able to run it, or did passing just become more popular? That's
0: what I really think happened. It was a smear campaign. On, uh, I I don't believe that it ever was unsuccessful.
1: Yeah, it hasn't ever yeah. been in college in the history
0: of football. In the, the last time of football, a I don't major
1: think Power Five program ran the triple option, they won the national championship three times in four years.
0: Yeah, that and that's un- and, and and we see Army, Air Force, Navy for the most part. They go to bowl games every year. Yeah, despite massive recruiting uh, disadvantages, Georgia Southern as well. I mean, how many national championships did they win? In the D, in the FCS, yeah. The I mean, it, it,
1: I, there is a point where, like, okay, NFL, you have all day to prepare for that, and and one of
0: the things that makes but the I, I almost think the way that everyone passes so much now, I think it would be even more successful now than in the '80s or '90s. Uh, yeah, well, in terms of
1: zigging while everyone else is zagging, but also because you can. You're gonna have a more like multiple triple option offense in the NFL when you're practicing it all day than you are in college. You know, if you had a dude running this system for six years in the pros, yeah, like you're gonna be able to do a lot of shit out of that. But it can still be the basis of your
2: offense. I don't know. I I really think that like every you know rule now favors passing. And if you're not passing, if you're not putting up big numbers through the through the air you're at a disadvantage. It's almost wait, but yeah, that, you've that,
0: almost, that's why you zig when you zag though, right? Because everyone is doing variations of the air raid and variations. Yeah, but of, so what happens when
2: a triple option team go uh, goes down big early, they go down like 10 points, 14
0: points game, game over. True. But, but I don't think that will happen that often. Well, let, let's, let's assume that the likes of like, I
1: mean that what sucks is we don't have a a comparison at the Power Five level of two Georgia Tech. They went to two similarly talented teams. Georgia Tech went
0: to two Orange Bowls. They only had one really bad season under Paul Johnson.
1: Yeah, that's the closest example we
0: have to similarly
1: talented teams at a high level, like playing with the triple option. And yeah, they did they did fine, if not Uh, very. I would say that that was
0: a success. Yeah, going triple option there. If you're making two Orange Bowls, Georgia Tech hasn't sniffed anything pr- before that. And after that, I mean, yes. Oh, Bobby Ross in 1990, but I'm saying you look under, who was it? Tom, Tommy Lugan bill. You look under, uh, uh, uh J- Chan Gailey. Uh, what's, a, what's the, what's the guy's name that was uh Notre Dame O'Leary. Yeah. You look at, uh, in the last 30 years, yeah. Paul
1: Johnson was their most successful coach. by f- oh, but Yeah, by far since Bobby. Ross. By yeah, far. but
0: yeah. So the NFL only has what? 30
2: teams or 32 teams or whatever. So if you're one of 32 teams and you're not, Trying to win it all, then what are you doing? Well, what are the your your goal is not to become nine and seven.
0: But that's my point: is the Lions have been so bad for sixty years, right? Why not take a shot on it?
2: I mean, it can't hurt, right? I
0: I I get what you're saying. It would be interesting. It would be well, your fans would be interested. When's the last time your fans were even interested with the fucking Detroit Lions? You gotta go I back to know. fucking Herman Moore last time there. <laughs> Here's the other thing.
1: Is that how how many really, really good quarterbacks can win you a Super Bowl in the NFL? How many?
0: Ten. Well,
1: ten,
0: what, ten maybe? I don't know. We just saw Nick Foles win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Not maybe. that long ago. Uh, Joe Flacco.
1: Okay, but at that time he was kind of legitimate. I mean, if you have it's an all, amazing defense. down Peyton Manning. Yeah. Uh Peyton Manning was still pretty good when he was. No, won no. <laughs>
0: he was he was struggling up there in cold weather and real football weather. You okay, know? okay, okay, okay. <laughs> how many how many te- how many quarterbacks have won a Super Bowl
1: in the last twenty years? Maybe to Tom Brady like a hundred times? Yeah. yeah. I mean it's a pretty limited <laughs> to me <laughs> only like, Tom Brady. <laughs> you know coming in this season Jared Goff isn't winning you a Super Bowl. Okay. You know it. Yeah. Right? Dude, they they went to the Super Bowl,
2: okay? Well the Rams with Jared Goff. Yeah. But still, yeah. So Look, th- th- you could pretty damn close. okay that's but a, that's a fair you could have right.
0: subbed Jared Goff in for you know Ryan Fitzpatrick and it would have been that they right. would have got to the super so Bowl. especially so
2: basically you can win with an average game manager quarterback if the rest well, of your team no, is good I'm make, this no, hasn't happened
0: no 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 I'm gonna make a point that you can't win if you're the Detroit Lions this is we've seen this over 60 fucking years guys <laughs> 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 all right this well, is a, a, a big sample
2: has, well I mean and you hire the right GM the right coach get lucky and maybe you can i mean there's it's just cuz they're well, the lions doesn't mean they can't here, the, the, they, the well, that's NFL why we'll make sure you don't yeah well <laughs> that's I, I, what's well, happened i'm just
0: saying the lions haven't so why not try to think outside the box instead of them doing the same shit every year and being horrible what's their record right now are they still winless one and no uh, they won Yeah. yeah. They, they won I'll, last week i'll say this look if you're going to pay uh
1: jared Goff a trillion dollars to be the 30th best quarterback in the league or the 25th best quarterback in the league why not pay a bunch of triple option quarter? Take a bunch of wide receiver con- con- converts and just have like. Don't yeah. even worry about they injuries. They have
0: a salary cap. That's the. That's what. That's why you run the triple option if you're the Detroit Lions. They have a fucking salary cap, and you can go and take. You can go and grab like a a, a running back that's barely in the league or just on the outside yeah, of the league. Teach them the triple yeah. option, and then
1: pay your offensive line five times more Someone than the like other. Josh of the,
0: Cribs, the current version, like Cordell Patterson.
1: Yeah. Get yeah. one of these like uh Antoine Randall all types. Yeah.
0: <laughs> It'll work. Okay, guys, we gotta we gotta move we gotta past gotta move this on. topic, even though you know I'm fucking right. I could talk all about right? it all day. Yeah, we could do twelve hours on the triple option. I know welcome <laughs> to UAB once it uh coaching news. We got a lot of it. Buckle up. Um Mario Cristobal. Mario he uh, left Oregon for Miami, guys. My dream came true. <laughs> they uh, Manny Diaz was fired. At the same time, I think Mario Cristobal was hired.
1: You got to say, Mario Cristobal is like Manny Diaz senior, and Manny Diaz was kind of close on a lot of games this year. So maybe they get back up to like nine or 10 wins
0: under Cristobal. Well, I'm sure they could have a 10 win season. The ACC Coast was horrible. I mean, everyone did that, right? Yeah. yeah, Pitt just did. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Uh, just did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if Narduzzi can do it, buddy, I'm just going to go ahead and say I think I think it can happen. Touche, touche. But um, I'm just going to compete. I mean, what what do we got? a Career record for Mario Cristobal. This is what I find fascinating. His career record is sitting there at sixty-two and sixty.
1: Yeah, I mean. Uh, if you're talking about Oregon you have a significant not only like talent on the pl- uh, field advantage but organizational you know advantage you know i think that that's a well run administration over there
0: Manny Diaz is 21 and 15 Manny Diaz has a better win percentage than Mario <laughs>
2: Cristobal Now uh Christ- so is the with- Miami job just better because the surrounding
0: talent Well i think for Cristobal cuz he's grew up there yeah. i think that probably so some- also sways him some right. too Personal ties, gotcha. Yeah,
1: and the Miami fans are like they're front runners, and and the players in Miami—they oh, have
0: horrible fans, though. They yeah. Were, yeah. yeah, yeah. Your home, you, uh, your home games are nothing compared to Oregon. You know what I mean? Now so I, I did hear
2: that they they are uh, going to make a, a or build a new stadium there. Really, are, really, on campus or close to camp to campus, which could help. That would so that will help. definitely help.
1: Okay. Uh, that that okay. will help in, in Miami my opinion. Um, trying to make moves over there. Look, I think he's going to be a better version of Manny Diaz, even though I think he has the same coaching chops only because he has a better reputation, you know, but in terms of uh, connections to the the city and like the university, it's kind of similar, kind of the same, No, but guy. he'll
0: get like a 10 win season because those gimmick seasons happen all the time. Uh, Mark Rick had one. We know that that team that won 10 games was not very good right? Um, So I think he will have a 10 win season at some point at Miami. However, I do think Miami will still be kind of what they are. And if you look, actually, if you look at Miami since 2005, I'm going to rattle these years, seven and six in 2006, and then I'm going to go chronologically seven. So seven and six in 2006 then five and seven, seven and six, nine and four, seven and six, six and six, seven and five, nine and four, six and seven, eight and five nine and four, ten and three. And even that was a gimmick. 10 and three. And that's what I'm going to get to in a second, seven and six, six and seven, eight and three, uh, seven. God, and five. That's a long time. Yeah. You've had one double digit win season in, in 16 years. And even that year, I think if you pull it up, you'll say, Oh, you know, we all knew that this was a counterfeit team. If you watch down the stretch, they were kind of getting the Texas treatment.
1: I mean, they were getting wins, but no,
0: no, no, dude. This team looked down the stretch. They were
1: great. No one was fooled by down that. Down the
0: stretch they lost all three games to end the season. And if you look at the beginning of the season, you have four a 4-point four win against Florida State, a 1-point win against Georgia Tech, a 8-point win against Syracuse, a 5-point win against UNC. This team was counterfeit all year. Now, they they should be credited for for getting the 10 wins, but they're not like to a me, dominant, they're, team. they're pretty much like a seven and five team that just had the, the breaks go their way. Right.
2: All right. So I don't want us to talk out of my ass here and not know what I'm talking about. So, you know, like usually I just read some headlines. I didn't really look, read the articles. So <laughs> there is a billionaire, uh, my uh, university of Miami booster who is pushing a plan for a new stadium in Coral Gables. And apparently has gotten a groundswell of support but it's still just very, you know, in its infancy. And even the mayor of Coral Gable said it was a dumb idea. So, well, it's, I mean, yeah, isn't that mean, he is his dad. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he's probably going
0: to say everything right now is a dumb idea that Miami's doing.
2: Uh, anyway, I just wanted to clear that up because I, I, you know, I came out and said that, but it wasn't positive. So uh, there's a possibility of an on-campus or a near campus stadium, but
0: nothing just yet. I'm going to make a prediction that UTSA will have an on-campus stadium before Miami does. I don't know, man. The
1: Aladome <laughs> rocks, Alamo dome rocks and rolls. Um, let me ask you this guys. What things do you need to have a championship level program? I'm guessing recruiting facilities, administration alignment, right? Schedule manipulation, Schedule manipulation.
2: <laughs> True. Yeah. Good coaches.
1: Yeah. Right. And anything else that we can think of, well, you do
0: need recruiting to a certain extent. Yeah, you need yeah, recruiting. But yeah.
2: um, well, that, that's all tied together. If you have the facilities, if you have the buy-in from the school, and really it comes down to money. Do you have the resources to put it into your football program? Yeah,
1: I read something like uh, I want to say it was uh, Carla Williams. No, no, that's the UVA Donna Shalala. Um, uh Ooh. basically uh, the, her, the old uh, whether it's school president, I think it was. Bought the University of Miami, like one one of the hospitals around there, and now has like integrated that into the University of Miami. It was a controversial move at the time, and I think they're generating tons of money, like four hundred million dollar profit last year. So that could be why they're finally able to invest in their coaches. Uh, The hospital is, yeah, yeah, (laughs) just taking money from the hospital. That's a very Miami thing to do.
0: Get my transplant, or should we? uh, (laughs) Yeah, should should we get a new coach here? (laughs) (laughs) Um interesting. Um, okay. Well then we have Brent Ven Well, what do you grade the crystal ball? What, what do you grade the, the crystal ball to, uh, to, to Miami hiring uh, B Nick? I
2: mean, how it was done in F yeah, <laughs> but what's all said and done in a year or so people are going to forget about that. Um, I guess it'd be. I mean, is it that much of an upgrade? It might no. be a slight upgrade. <laughs> uh, according slight. to the re- according to the record, maybe not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I
0: think just on the recruiting front, you're going to be a tiny bit better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it'll be
2: interesting to see what he can do there with Van Dyke, because uh, they have a good quarterback in, in in place. So, yeah, we'll see. You yeah. got to figure they'll be able to instill a little more discipline,
1: which I think goes hand in hand with having a little more of a reputation. You know, a a guy like Diaz, everyone's feeling out, and you got all these voices on the outside. That's what happened to Virginia Tech too. It's like when you have like the fan base not buying in, then it creates turmoil in the locker room. But I don't think uh, Cristobal is going to have that problem where Diaz did.
0: Yeah, and I don't think Mario Cristobal is a top twenty-five coach by any means. I don't think he's sniffing it to me. But he's got enough of a rep
1: that people might give him give him the benefit of the doubt for a little while.
2: Maybe Uh, he's smart to cash in on that big season this year. You know, just. Yeah, you have a great year. You don't know what next year is going to bring.
0: Might well, as well and, you, and
2: you go home. You know, yeah, jump to the next program before things get bad where you're currently at. Oh, I'm not
0: knocking the decision. I think it's, but I think you know, Oregon fans were hurt by it. I'm like, dude, that's a blessing in disguise. Your team's going to be better because he's not there. Right. First off, why are you hurt by? It? I mean, you have to expect this,
2: right? Okay, you're not Alabama, or I mean basically Alabama is probably the, 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 very top program. Anybody below that your coach yeah. can leave you, but I do think Oregon is a
0: better job than Miami Ugh. that's tough. You Miami don't have fans. You don't have fans at Miami, Miami but and you UCLA have are, are similar in your backyard. It's true. But Nike money is going to be able to bring in talent from all over the country at this point for the last 20 years, it's been a better job. You're right. hundred percent. And you have fans that are passionate about it. Yeah. I think that helps Mario Cristobal's record. When when you're going to be in Miami gardens and there's 500 people there. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck. Yeah. Um, not, not the orange bowl. Those days are over. Brent uh, Brent Venables is the new head coach at Oklahoma guys. What do you think of Brent Venables to Oklahoma? He's going to be deemed a tough task of a, oh, this this recruiting class is nothing now. And all these players are transferring. We already saw it with, uh, uh, Hazelwood, the wideout, uh, number one recruit in 2019. He's now at Arkansas. A bunch of other players are in the portal. I think he's got his work cut out from this upcoming year, but then the following year they jump to the sec. What do you make of the hire, And is it going to work out with Brent Venables? Patty C mm, I'm looking at uh, what you had
1: just stated about recruiting rankings, Oklahoma, all the way down at 22 this year at 12 next year, but it's pretty early in that cycle. Um, that's not good for Oklahoma to be number twenty-two right now. They, have they lost a lot? A ton. Everyone is, and like they're that. losing in the transfer portal. Look, Oklahoma has been an offensively coached team for a long time. I don't know what to expect. It's a huge uh, identity change for them.
0: I think they're in a well, tough period right now.
2: Well, what were you going to say next? Speaking of their offense, they did hire Jeff Lebby as uh, offensive coordinator. True, coming in, coming in from old Miss. That's a nice hire. He is a, an established offensive coordinator. Especially with Venables. being but a, a, a he's probably
1: guy. the
0: best offensive coordinator in the country. I disagree. Who's better? Well, look, he'll put up the most points. I think in big against big time teams, that gimmick offense is flawed. Dude, it's just a diverse offense. What that thing? What did that do against Alabama this year? Well, if, uh, all right, it didn't. It do is it much. Alabama. Yeah, no, but that's what I'm saying is if Oklahoma's
2: gonna, they're about to join the SEC guys. Well, uh, so first off, Ole Miss had lots of injuries this year on the offense. Uh, especially the receivers and Corral was banged up. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Ole Miss put up some pretty good points on Bama last year. They did,
0: but that was also a COVID Probably season. in the 40s. No, I think it was like 49 or something. But I, yeah. I don't think that would happen year after year. I, I think he's a damn good coordinator. No, I think Top he is, but five. I but I think he is a gimmick coordinator. I think that offense is gimmicky. It was. That was the first impression I got yeah. from it. But it works. Well, it works to a certain degree. When you're Oklahoma, you're expected to win championships. True at Ole miss that looks well, sometimes great. You, sometimes you have to be a little gimmicky if you don't
2: have the talent and with, with, the, you know, relatively new coaching staff at Ole miss, maybe they didn't quite have the talent to, to line up right next to somebody and have your offensive line beat that defensive line. Maybe you had to become a little gimmicky.
0: Well, true. true. I mean, he was at UCF too. And, and, and look, he did a great job there. He, he he comes over from the art Bryles, and we can take it back to when he was at Baylor that Baylor team when they had big time games they kind of lost a lot of them. <laughs> Once again, they didn't have
2: the talent as the yeah. players they were playing or the teams they were playing, like Oklahoma well, or Texas. So well, he's
0: always been at uh, you know. I, look, I think eight he's eight a very plus good plus offensive coordinator, but I, I I think it remains to be seen getting over the top. And I also think Oklahoma might be suffering from lack of talent in the coming years. Mm, I think Eventually. it's going to take
1: a little time for them to fall off, like. I think they're just still such a humongous brand. They it, still have Texas on lock. Like in terms of recruiting that they're going to be fine for a while.
0: Uh, they they're not in the Big 12 championship.
1: They were 4 <laughs> points away. To to winning it for the 7th They were 4 points in away to
0: going 1 and 11. <laughs>
2: so to <laughs> so show back to Venables though, uh, I mean, there's lots of question marks with him never being a head coach before. Uh, obviously he did a great job at Clemson, but he did have all the kind of talent that he could ever want. Not, he also know, had, had the, the ACC
0: Atlantic yeah. having <laughs> the ACC too. Atlantic is like, uh, that's maybe the best gift in all of college football right <laughs> now. Before that he was
2: at Oklahoma. I don't remember Oklahoma, Oklahoma having great defenses under his watch.
0: No, they had uh, some good ones, but he was there. And, and when they won the national championship, he was a defensive coach. I don't know that he was the DC. I think his brother was the DC Stoops, brother, but, and he comes from Bill Snyder's school of both of them. I mean, all the Stoopses and, and Venables come from Bill Snyder. They, they he played for Bill Snyder at K state and then he was a, a GA at K state. So uh, I think it's interesting. I think that's one of the more interesting teams in college football over the next couple of years. Cause I do think a storm is on the horizon. If they don't, if they don't get through this, they could be Arkansas in 10 or 15 years. Yeah. I'll say C plus higher just
2: cause it does the higher lacks pizzazz and, and potentially Oklahoma might need some pizzazz right now. That might, they might need a guy kind of like a Lane Kiffin personality just to keep them on the forefront, the front and center in college in the college football world. Venables probably isn't that guy. So remains to be seen how good of a head coach he is, but I just thought it was just an okay hire. Well,
1: you're probably right in terms of all these programs wanting and benefiting from uh, a a snazzy hire or whatever, like a a front man, but Venables has, I mean, they had a salty defense this year. They're nine and three and this, uh, their offense sucked ass and they still managed to go nine and three. He probably well, is an elite. Alex
0: Grinch. That's oh, you mean at Clemson? Clemson, yeah, yeah. But also, I mean, you're in the ACC Atlantic. I mean, look, he was yeah. he was the reason why they were nine and three. There's no doubt about that. And yeah, and yeah. and he did a great job this year. Um, I thought you meant Oklahoma. Alex Grinch is a damn good. He's been yeah. really turning that corner with the with the Sooners defense lately. Yeah, but yeah. but who who can't be the D coordinator
2: of Clemson? That that uh, defense has so much talent compared to the rest of the ACC. They should do that. Well, and they get
0: they get don't screw it up. These high these high powered offenses like South Carolina at one twenty, Georgia Tech at like one hundred (laughs) and four. Let's go. They caught Boston College without Jerkovic. They they uh, did they play a good offense all year. Wake Forest, Forest. yeah, Wake Forest, Wake Forest,
1: North Carolina State, decent.
0: Yeah, they lost that game, Pat. They lost to
1: Pitt too. Pitt's (laughs) a good offense. Okay, and they got lit up by Pitt. Listen. I don't know. I think it's, I, I give it a, a, a B. I think uh, I'm on C plus I'm going to, I'm going
0: gonna, I'm gonna to go C plus. Cause I just, we have never seen him coach a game. Now I'm the Snyder coaching tree has been fantastic seen him
1: coach a couple games on defense.
0: Yeah. Against, against friggin', uh, you know, who Duke <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a whole other ball of wax there, no, he, he, Alabama, he, uh, but no. he, no, know, he was a great DC. He is a great DC, but I can name several DCs. That weren't great head coaches. Well, uh,
1: who would be a a better hire for Oklahoma that they could get right now?
0: I think Nick's Kiffin Angle would would be better from a from a bringing in talent point of view. Sure, probably
1: uh similar from an X's and O's. Let me
0: ask you this: Could Josh hype will be a better hire?
2: Maybe, less proven. (sighs) Because I mean, we we were all saying that UCF was like almost a blessing by disguise with him leaving to go. I thought so. Just one year ago, I thought
0: so. But uh, but damn, if he made (laughs) us. Look like a fool now. Maybe that was the SEC East being way down, but yeah. I was completely impressed, and I will be the first to tell you. <laughs> based on one year in, I'm looking like a fool. we two years in, I guess now. For no, it's what year one at Tennessee. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Um, other coaching hires. Jeff Tedford is the head coach of Fresno State. Guys, what do you think of that, NC Nick? I just saw that
2: Jake Hayner took his name out of the transfer portal as well. That's huge. That's because so. Tedford
0: was the guy to bring him from Washington to Fresno. There
2: you so, go.
0: So. Right, good. smart
2: job, smart job, Fresno. Great hire. I think it's going to do well there, and uh, they're just going to
0: keep on rolling. It, uh, he's a quarterback guru too. If you look at his Hayner's not a not a fool because if he looked at his resume and saw. How many quarterbacks Jeff Tedford's coach? Whether it's Aaron Rodgers, whether it's he, Jared Goff, is who he recruited to Cal. Kyle Bowler was a first-round draft pick, didn't work out, but also Trent Dilfer. Back to Billy Volek. I mean, a bunch of guys at Fresno State uh, that he's coached uh, throughout the years. He's done a damn good job as a quarterback coach. So overall, you say you give it. You, what do you give this one uh, grade-wise, Petty C? Yep. Uh <laughs> I think it's uh B plus. I think it's A. I, I think it's an a. Yeah, I think, think it's Nay for yeah. Fresno.
1: Especially uh, this is his fourth stint there, you said. And
0: he recruited the players that are currently there.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you're not going to get a better coach at Fresno that is committed to your program. It's unbelievable. You if got
0: a Fresno
1: guy that is a Power 5 kind of like a top like 20% power. He's coach.
0: only 60, right? And he just turned 60 in November, right? it is kind of unbelievable to me that, that he never got another chance at a power five. When you look at his track record, I mean at Cal, these were his seasons at Cal seven and five, eight and six, 10 and two, eight and four, 10 and three, seven and six, nine and four, eight and five. Then he had a five and seven season, then a seven and six season. And then the year he gets fired, he's three and nine. He went 82 and 57 at Cal and at Fresno state, 10 and four in year one, after they were one and 11 the year prior, right? 10 and four, then 12 and two and then four and eight. But that was the season, a COVID season where he had heart problems. Yeah, so he wasn't even able. Yeah. To. Like it, I think, I mean, I'm shocked that he hasn't gotten like if you're Arizona or even, I mean, I, some of these schools out there, it's like, why did you not call Jeff Tedford?
1: Yeah. It doesn't sound like he's immune to a, an off season, but he's usually having a pretty darn good season, dude. He's only twice
0: in his career had less. And five wins, right, right, and that was one of the years was his heart season with his heart problems, and the other was the three and nine season in two thousand twelve with Cal. Every other season he's had a winning record, but one year. Oh, there was a time when he was one of the best
1: coaches in college football. Considered when he he had Aaron Rodgers when they went what they
0: they they he he won ten games at Cal twice.
1: Impressive. That's doing
0: it. Getting it done there. Yeah, I give it an A. What do you give it, Nick? Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't like to
2: give out A's very often, but I can't argue with this one. It just made sense. As soon as DeBauer left for Washington, you mentioned they should go after Tedford. Sure enough, somebody listened to you for
0: once. And uh, yeah, (laughs) higher. All right. And last but not least, we got Jay Norvell to Colorado State. Jay Norvell leaving Nevada. Is this just a, a you know? I mean, get out of
2: Reno, and <laughs> go to uh, Fort Collins, which is a whole lot nicer. Is that what this is?
0: <laughs> I think they have a lot more money too. They have a lot. Colorado yeah, yeah. State's got a lot of resources. Um, nobody wants to live in Reno, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I've looked at pictures of Reno. It, it no, looks no, no, beautiful. No, I, I've but been there. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> it doesn't. Stop it doesn't Stop right reputation. there. I'm gonna stop this conversation. Um, <laughs> see pictures. But you do have Lake Tahoe, like an hour away. You could probably yeah. live in Lake Tahoe and and commute.
1: It'd <laughs> be a pain in the ass, but to avoid Reno, may be worth it. Um, I mean, imagine Reno to be like Atlantic City. Is that? I think it's better mm. than Atlantic City. Atlantic you still City. have like
0: beautiful mountains outside. <laughs> it of even it. worse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what do you guys make of this hire though by Colorado State? It's a great hire.
2: Yeah. Good hire. I mean, it's the opposite of Adazio. Yeah, <laughs> bringing like uh, you know, a current modern offense that's gonna attract talented players. Quarterbacks You're gonna want to play there. They're gonna put up lots of points. They're gonna bring in a t- a bunch of excitement. I think we gotta hit up a, a, a football game there this year, you know, or twenty twenty two or next year or something. Um, but yeah, I think it's a good hire.
0: I agree. Um, we'll see what what happens there, but. uh yeah, I think I think B plus. B plus, right? I like it. I mean, I'm what down. do you expect to Colorado State?
1: For for their level, of B plus overall as a coach, I think it's a B. Yeah.
0: You know? Yeah.
1: I
2: think I think it's a, he's clearly a better coach than a than Yeah. What, what yeah. he yeah. did with
0: Nevada. Yeah. He took he took Nevada from shit. And he comes from a, a great lineage of coaches, Kirk Ferentz, Barry Alvarez. Yeah, he's been at it for yeah. a while. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um well, uh, one other coach to old Anthony Poindexter,
0: Did he, he didn't get it. He
1: right? didn't get it. So Jer, uh, Jerry, Ratcliffe, I guess a UVA beat writer for a long time, falsely reports that, uh, Anthony Poindexter is higher, is imminent at UVA. The whole fan base is getting excited about it because he's obviously a legend there and can potentially like ignite recruiting in the area. The number nine. Where's he at now? Right now? He's the Penn State's co-defensive coordinator, but now that Brent Pry has taken the Virginia Tech job, he's the head
0: DC probably. I guess so.
2: So, um, dude, that would have been awesome if they if the two Virginia schools took both DCs from Penn State. Yeah. That would be like a, a, a huge, I mean, obviously UVA Virginia tech is already a big rivalry, Yeah, but add that in the mix. Yeah, <laughs> that, that would be great.
1: That would have been great. I read that uh, one of his responses during his uh, interview session was what kind of threw him off there and that he wanted to lure, lower the academic uh, uh, requirements for the players to get in guys. This is why UVA Smart. sucks. <laughs> yeah. This is why UVA sucks. Like when a coach wants to do that and he's your guy, you do it.
0: Yes, well, and you
2: do it because goes, football makes you back, millions. <laughs> and that goes back to that question Patty asked: like, what does a program need to be successful? They need the administration on board to do whatever it takes to have a good football team, and that is lowering academic standards.
0: But yeah. So, so what they interviewed? Uh, what's his name? Today? Tony Elliott from yeah, Clemson. Clemson's OC. So now yeah. the, it's looking
1: like he's the head man. I, you'd assume he would take that job over Duke, and so now Clemson has lost. Uh, Venables well, and it, Elliot. Well, if they hire
0: Ellie, I mean, yeah, well, what's Clemson going to look like? they would also have athletic director to Miami today, too. But, um, so the vacancies right now we have Virginia open, Duke open, Oregon open, uh, Temple. Uh, what's better, Temple or Duke? They, they play week <laughs> one next year. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, Troy is open, Nevada is open, and Florida International. Someone's going to be hired t- to coach the airport, um, and <laughs> their fifteen-year-old shoulder pads. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, uh, coordinator hires. We mentioned Jeff Levy. Mark Whipple leaves Pitt. Uh, apparently, Narduzzi, kind of an asshole to work for. Apparently, according to uh, according to, to Whipple, tough times. I see uh, that. Yeah. So you know, let me get this straight. Pitt has the best season they've ever had since like 19. Thanks, since thanks to their offense. Yeah, thanks to their offense. And <laughs> and this this coach walks him out the door. <laughs> and Mark Whipple is now Nebraska's offensive coordinator. Holy shit.
1: Look, it takes two to tango. You, you run this little tutti frutti offense and you're trying to uh, coordinate with. You know what this reeks of? Buddy Ryan and. Uh, Mike Dicka. No, who is the uh, guy on the Oilers? Oh, uh, buddy Ryan and Kevin Gilbride. Kevin Gilbride. Yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, I Ryan, don't know, but the Oilers made the playoffs. Right?
0: Yeah, and and Pitt was pretty good this year, and uh, I think that was a bad move. Yeah, Narduzzi's offense co- or Narduzzi's defense couldn't stop Western Michigan from dropping forty nine. Well, it's on not
1: them. like Narduzzi fired the guy; he left.
2: He basically forced him out the door. Wow! If if, if you're not gonna, if you're not getting along with him, I mean, look, we're not inside the program. We don't know what was going on. I just think
1: you guys are a little hard on Narduzzi here. You're not giving Whipple any shit for maybe being a bitch and fucking leaving because he didn't like the way Narduzzi was running shit.
0: I'm sorry, but when your offense has been horrible for (laughs) 30 years, and you get someone that comes in, you got a Heisman finalist. Maybe you tolerate. Yeah, it. maybe you say, "Hey, dude, <laughs> this round of drinks is on me." All right? Um, Oklahoma State defensive coordinator Jim Knowles leaves Oklahoma State for Ohio State. Ryan Day needs to find a like way. A good hire. Yeah, I think that's a good hire. Patty, C. your thoughts. Their defense is great this year. Sure. We also had uh, what LSU hired uh, Frank Wilson, f- head coach of McNeese. This guy great recruiter. great recruiter, definitely a bag dropper back in the day. <laughs> uh, great, great hire though uh, for Brian Kelly at LSU, right? I think that's going to help him recruit that area. Tolst- oh, Brian Kelly is all in. Like if you thought he had any scruples
2: of doing yeah. anything. With that accent? all it, in. Yeah,
0: from the start with the accent, it told you that the second he was there. He's
1: he's selling you a used car
2: yeah. as he's giving the fuck a hundred percent.
0: Remember
2: Frank Wilson is a guy that brought in top conference USA recruiting classes to U T S A. Yeah. Couldn't coach him for shit. Yeah, but, but he brought he did, in a yeah, exactly. Mike there. Loxley
0: of Texas. Yeah. <laughs> uh Zach Kitley. Offensive coordinator of Western Kentucky, formerly of Houston Baptist, with Bailey Zappi, he heads to Texas Tech, where he grew up in Lubbock. That's a nice hire as offensive we kind coordinator. We of called that, didn't yeah. we?
2: Say that like a, a week or two, where like you know, you know that guy is going to get a, a, a head coaching job or or at least a nice uh, coordinator job. So that made a ton of sense and. Yeah, he was doing it this year, so why not?
0: Uh, interesting hires because they also—I've uh, been impressed so far with uh, what's this coach's name again? Is it Gillespie? Mm. The new t- uh, McGuire, McGuire, like no, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. McGuire, <laughs> the guy from uh, uh, Baylor. Baylor that went to Texas. He goes out and he hires Tulsa's defensive coordinator Joseph Gillespie. That's probably why I was thinking Gillespie. There you go. Um, That was a good hire. Tulsa's had really good defense in the past two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like what he did with Kitley and Gillespie. Um, also, Virginia Tech hired Chris Marv as defensive coordinator, coming over as a linebackers coach of Florida State. There you go. Uh, a, uh, I
1: mean, <laughs> in terms of uh, yeah, actual production on the field, maybe leaving something to be desired, especially given the talent that they had. But look, the guy—I don't know what is he. He's a young guy, energetic. Brent Pry trying to get some energy into the program. Look what Harbaugh did. He went, he had a youth movement. It paid off for
0: him. Look at him now, huh? That's right. (laughs) No, they were. I read that today. I guess they were the first, uh, the first unranked team to make the, uh, the invitational Michigan coming into the season. Yeah. Yeah. It tells you how
1: fucking stupid everyone is. Uh, (laughs) Look, this guy's 32 years old. The defensive coordinator of Virginia tech, how long is he going to be there? He was a, uh, the, 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 the thing about him is he played at Vanderbilt. So it's not like that's going to be the end of his career right there. That, he's not going to be a Vanderbilt guy moving forward. So maybe we see Chris Marv making big moves. Maybe, moving forward.
0: maybe. Um. Okay. Well, that concludes the coaching front of this. A uh, lot of, I mean, th- we'll probably be back tomorrow telling you shit based on how crazy this, uh, this off has been, but I want to tell you the college football experience is brought to you by tick pick. Yes. College football's championship weekend is behind us, but bowl season is upon us and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet for tickets to see your favorite team play in their bowl game this winter because tick pick. Yes. That's T I C K P I C K is the original no fee ticket site. And the only one you'll ever need to go. I mean, to use, uh, to go to essentially for college football, NFL college, basketball concerts. Shit. You want to go see Hall and notes, Pat? This is the place to do it. <laughs> look, um, look, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, like I was thinking about, we might go to the Rose bowls right up here, up the street. Why not go to tick Because, and here's the, the, I, I, like I get, it. I'm supposed to read the ad, but I think it's actually great because they got rid of service fees. I remember I took my, my, my lady to uh, to a baseball game and she had never been. So I wanted to pay for front row tickets damn, but the service fees were like an, another hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Like, so they get rid of it here. So that is pretty awesome. That is a personal yes. testimonial. So uh, go to tickpick.com slash SGP. That's tickpick.com slash SGP. I also want to tell you, we're brought to you by win bet ready to boost, uh, ready to win money and boost your odds. Winbet bet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. And we're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams and players in sports from college basketball, college football, NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, WNBA, and more. And you better believe Winbet has some awesome brand new bonuses. New users can bet one dollar and win a hundred on any sport. Plus you can get up to fifteen hundred dollars as a free bet on Winbet if you make a first deposit of twenty dollars or more, and they will match whatever your first wager is, Winbet will match it up to two hundred percent. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet from boosted parlays to live in game odds on every major sport. We have what you need to win. Ready to play? Well, sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com. All right. Guys, before we get into the FCS playoffs. Yeah, let's pick some games. Yeah, yeah, but even before that, I want a, a little reaction on the on the college football playoff uh, rankings and uh, and the bowl season. It, dude, with, with the, tr- the way the transfer portal is, I don't even know what the number. I, I I didn't. I haven't checked how many people transferred today, but I think we're close to a thousand. A lot of those players aren't going to play in the bowl games because they're announcing they're transferring. Even it's becoming. I thought last year was bad, and the year before that was bad. This year, it. Look, I know we still got to pick games here, but I, it's between that and how many coaches are not even there. Hmm. It, it, I know I lobby for a playoff, a large playoff, but if there isn't proof of like that, you need a large playoff because these are all useless. Like some of these games, like I, I just saw like twenty players transfer out of Nevada today, so they don't have their coach and <laughs> like twenty players. It's what, a lot. <laughs> what, what? I don't even know how to handicap it. I mean, we'll do it. I'll drink some alcohol and I'll sound confident about picking a team.
1: <laughs> but I'm saying
0: like what are you supposed to forecast there? It's true. I don't I'm, know.
1: It's a shit show. It's a shit show and like you said, uh we were talking before the episode Dan Mullen last year apparently uh Yeah, he he
0: just said, "Yeah, well, we 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 we, we, we valued this one as an exhibition, didn't even matter." Didn't even care that he lost. That's one of the New Year's yeah. 6 games they played in. If
1: that's a fucking exhibition for your team and it doesn't matter to you and to your head coach yeah, these games have a problem
0: <laughs> uh, and I hate the tie-ins. I hate the conference setup. I hate how it's gotta be this against this conference. Like they should at least try to make cool matchups. But by them doing that, we see a bunch of shit we've already seen. I just saw Baylor Ole Miss a couple years ago, right? I just saw Wake Forest, Texas a and a couple years ago. You know like uh, the, the Washington state and Miami a couple of years ago. I feel like a lot of these are the same old bowl games. South now, Carolina to their credit though, they did some good
2: ones like UCF Florida. Yes. I will quite, give them but, credit. But Florida
0: has no coach.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, but still like from what I heard like Florida did not want that. Florida petitioned the SEC to get them out of that slot. They're such a bitch
0: university. Want to
2: play UCF. Wait, they really did the- that? That's uh, hey man, it, it's <laughs> on <only> the internet. Okay, <laughs> oh yeah,
0: <laughs> must be true. But but you see my point though, Nick is like whether okay that one seems to be interesting, but it's like they don't have their coach and and multiple coaches. They fired their yeah. DC. They fired their. Uh-huh. So it's like, what are we even watching there? Like, uh, South Carolina, North Carolina. We see this as a season opener every other year. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's that's big. You know, within the footprint of I
2: of where I live, that's a big game because it is kind of you know border battle. You know, the the two Carolinas going at it. I thought that was a decent job. Really, Uh, Houston Auburn sounds interesting.
0: Yeah, that one uh, I actually say Houston Auburn does sound interesting, but I disagree on the South Carolina North Carolina, and we get it every year. I think they open the season with it next year. How, how about a
2: little UCLA NC State? I know I know sp- specifically where I live. Raleigh is fired up for that game, and and usually that you know usually we don't care. Usually we've moved on to basketball
0: season at this point, so that's an interesting matchup. Well, what's good is that uh, both coaches are still there. See, I find that most of these now I do like the best one. I think is Texas Tech. Mississippi State, UCLA, okay. NC State. You said, yeah, it's not yeah. that compelling of a matchup. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just for yeah for me because I live in Raleigh. All right, <laughs> dude. I went through the ranks of these and I was like, geez, what am I excited about? And I was like, Texas Tech, Ole Miss, and then uh, I mean, Tennessee, Purdue could be fun.
2: Not really. <laughs> no, in general, I totally agree. I mean, like, look, we're going to play DFS in these bowl games. We're going to, you know, bring you previews. But in general, the bowl season has lost any kind of luster it ever had the last few, few years. It is so hard to gauge a team's, you know, if, if they want to be there, if they want to win.
0: So, so betting on bowl games are always a tricky yeah. problem. <laughs> yeah. I mean, take Oklahoma. Who is going to even play for Oklahoma in this bowl game? <laughs> it's true. When
1: players and coaches were utterly committed to their program, there was a very low chance of transferring or changing jobs. And I don't know. Maybe I'm like uh, r- r- looking at this with rose-colored cover- uh, glasses in the past, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't the way it is now.
0: A hundred percent. I mean, th- th- with the transfer portal thing. When you, I mean, I knew it was going to happen this year. It was going to explode this year in college football because yeah. college basketball warned us for this. Now,
1: but you could fucking rely on the players shelling like going all out for that game because it still mattered. But half these players are making their me- next move
2: after the yeah. you know I mean Thanksgiving weekend it, ends. Here's here's a prime example, guys. It's on paper sounds great. Oregon versus Oklahoma. Like ah, nice matchup. <laughs> both without head
0: coaches, <laughs> right. Oklahoma's whole team transferred. Like, the, right. like, I don't even know who, I don't even know how to, how to forecast that game. Cause honestly, like they're starting tight end. They're, they're two starting wideouts. The Spencer you know Rattler
2: is not going to yeah. be
0: playing for Oregon.
2: You know, anybody with a chance at the NFL, you know, sure we're on. seeing stuff on Twitter. So I mean that game, like on paper, sounds as great. Then you're like, Oh shit. I mean, they they have no coaches, no players. the hell knows. But but that's
0: why if it's a large playoff, they're going to all play. They're going to all play. And the coaches wouldn't have left. I, I don't think they would have left if they knew they were going to the playoff.
2: Talk to Patty. Patty's a guy who always, you know, pumps up New Year's Six bowls, or you know, <laughs> Patty was still living on as a hope that people cared about bowl games.
1: Listen, I mean, they are dwindling every year in importance. But is it Bob's bowl? Pat Bowlesby here? Hello. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, 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 look. I'll, I'll say this: the the bowl tradition still has some. Always sucked ass. Has some value, but it it it, Not it cannot me. it cannot supersede like the competitiveness of the game or like, you know, the, the involvement of the players at this point. And that's the real threat. It's like when the coaches and the players don't give a fuck, like then the bowl games mean obviously nothing to anyone, but like if they, if they, they've always been like a a, a consolation game, you well-
0: know,
2: If I can change, and you can change, (laughs) everybody
0: can change. Change this the postseason. Let's have a large playoff. Come on, we need to do it. Okay. Um. uh, What do you make of the playoff ranking or the invitational rankings? Uh. What do you make of that? Are you okay with that? Uh, I mean,
1: I mean, it is to be what what's expected. I don't have a humongous problem with Georgia being over Cincinnati. I have a little bit of a I problem. I do. I think Cincinnati yes. belongs above, above them. And so I, think I think
0: Cincinnati's got the better win.
1: Yeah. And I think Cincinnati would have a way better chance against Michigan than they would against Alabama. But um, just we, based on Alabama's sorry,
0: past.
2: But, I, but yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, we, we knew they were not going to match up Georgia and Bama again.
0: Yeah. Well, right we, we knew they we, wanted we to have two that, SEC teams in.
2: Sure. And we knew that they wouldn't match them up right away. So give them each the, the best
0: chance to, to meet in the championship is Georgia, a hundred percent deserving. Like does Georgia deserve it over Notre Dame? We can't say that. No, that's what not I'm saying. All. And that's the problem with the system is every team besides Cincinnati has a loss in college football. Yeah. Georgia's and there's a best shit ton win with one or two losses is over number. Georgia 19, played an extra Clemson. Game. I understand that, but at least they played an extra game. But when you look at their best win, it is questionable when Kentucky is your best win. Georgia played an yeah. extra FCS team. Yeah. They
1: both played twelve Power Five teams, uh, or uh, not Power Five, but uh, FPS teams. That's yeah. true. That's
2: true. Um, Notre Dame's best win is Wisconsin.
0: Yeah, it, which I think Wisconsin would beat Kentucky. I think so. Not, it, no, I would win. Yeah, but I'm saying like, right right now, I would t- definitely take Wisconsin to beat Kentucky. Look, Notre Dame is not a strong
1: team for like a playoff consideration either. Their schedule is bullshit too. Yeah. But
0: look, I think Ohio state could beat uh, oh, I Georgia think they
2: definitely could. I, I, I mean, think this, Utah might I would be lay to beat a Georgia. touchdown. I would lay a but touchdown
0: with Ohio state against Georgia, but it doesn't matter. They lost twice. They're out of it.
2: No,
1: it does matter it, because their schedule is way fucking harder.
2: <laughs> it doesn't matter though. You lost twice. Sorry. No, well, but no that, that's why
0: you, you need a large playoff, honestly, because it is, it is true. Ohio State's schedule is way harder than Georgia's.
2: Yeah, Ohio
1: State had to play Michigan State, Michigan, Penn State, Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. All right. There's some losses in there that Georgia didn't have to face. Georgia faced one team ranked higher than number 19. And what did they do? They got their
2: ass fucking kicked. Yeah. So, like, yeah, that one team was
0: Alabama. Okay? okay. but they got their
1: ass fucking kicked. They <laughs> yeah, didn't yeah. And, beat anyone and, 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 did. and, and, did. and,
0: and look, this wasn't traditional Alabama. Alabama lost to AM on a on a freshman quarterback on his third start. They were very fortunate to get if Tank does, over If Tank six. Bisbee doesn't go out of bounds, yeah. Yeah. then they it's fucking lose Alabama. to Auburn. Still I get it, but I, I, Georgia still doesn't have this o- unbelievable resume to me that did, that would, what makes them clear cut in the playoff yeah. to me.
1: Colby posted a thing on Twitter, uh, Manuel Ocho going off on or Ocho, whatever it yeah. is. Going off on like how the perception of the SEC is like this: fifteen teams in the preseason, uh, top twenty-five, and every win that Georgia has, like at the beginning of the season, everyone's like, "Holy shit, they're killing these great teams." End of the year, they're all six and six. It's like you know, uh, uh, Auburn barely uh, squeaks by. Fucking uh, Georgia State. Georgia State is yeah. that a fucking right. great win? Uh,
0: I don't know. I just think you can make a case for a lot. I, I mean, yeah, I think you can. That's why you need a large playoff. I would lay. I swear to you, I would lay six points or seven points and bet Ohio State to beat Georgia today.
2: They 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 are still not more deserving to go into the playoffs though. That's the question. Resume, more deserving. They're well, not more deserving. Their
0: resume is better though. Like Ohio State's wins Ohio State's are better win? than Georgia's. Uh, of, yeah. A
1: fifty point win over fucking uh, per, uh they Michigan up on state. Purdue.
0: Purdue won eight games. Yeah. Per, yeah. Michigan State won ten games. Right? So they yeah, have Yeah but so they've so proven maybe more. For Ohio
2: State You don't lose at home to a team that got their ass whipped by Utah twice.
0: True, but I mean, even even Oregon is a better win than anything on. I mean, they 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 didn't beat Oregon early in the season
1: against the Pac-12 runner-up. That's not the worst loss in the
0: fucking. I mean, Oregon still won ten games. That's still better than anything on Georgia's resume.
1: Yeah, dude, you're not gonna convince me (laughs) that like Georgia has proven more by beating Kentucky. Uh, A team that that what has finished uh, number thirty in the recruiting (laughs) rankings. It beat
2: Chattanooga by five points. Um. Well, and also look, I'm not a proponent of the eye test. I mean, at least I mean it should be a small part of the equation, not a big part. But look, uh, Georgia was rolling; they were crushing opponents, decent opponents. And you know, before that Bama game, everybody had them in win, lose, or tie. I didn't. So, yeah. I didn't. <laughs> well, most most people did. Okay. Yeah. Well, Georgia you also looked said great. that. that, they that I smelt that Iowa. shit.
0: I smelt that shit coming. Well, here's yeah. the other thing.
2: Said, you also said Georgia will lose to Iowa.
0: I still think they could. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, w- did you see Stetson Bennett on well, Saturday? Look,
2: look, look. look.
1: <laughs> a week before fucking Ohio State lost to Michigan. Yeah. They're the number two team in the country, and everyone and, said, "Now there's the one team well, that could challenge
0: Georgia." And, and for the record, I said Georgia would lose at Iowa, not Iowa at. Georgia and I still stand <laughs> by that statement. In Iowa City, Iowa beats Georgia. Okay. I have
1: no problem with Georgia in the playoffs. I just have a problem with the playoff being this small.
0: Well, yeah, I, of course. Yeah, we all agree there. Okay. Um. All right. Let's hop into this. Or I guess before I hop into this, let's talk about prize picks. Yes. The college football experience is brought to you by prize picks. Prize picks is the easy way to play daily fantasy, daily fantasy simplified. You pick two to five players on an over and under on their projection. And you can win up to 10 times the amount of money you enter. Use the promo code SGP and receive a hundred percent deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Nick, I know we looked at this Christian Anderson over 47 and a half passing yards, army, Navy, I'm on the under. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take the Duh. under. And I'll par- and look and, and you like I said, you pick two to five players. so you can mix that with the rushing yards of don't sleep on uh, don't sleep on my guy uh, wh- what's it? Chance Warren over 16 and a half rushing yards. Sign me up for that, all right? I'm going to do a little, little mix and match uh, there with some college basketball. Cause you can, you can combine other sports. I can get Timmy Allen over nine and a half points against Seton hall this Thursday. Sign me up. This is a perfect example of what I'm talking about and why you need to check out prize picks. Um, they all, they all, you can mix and they have tons of sports. You can do college football, college basketball, NFL, NBA, uh, MLB, soccer, MMA. You can really mix with a bunch of different ones. I know Nick's been playing this app a lot and uh, you've enjoyed it so uh yeah every day man every damn day
2: and I've uh, I've been doing pretty well for myself if, uh, if you know if I if I can say that you know myself yeah you sure can this is Throw this that d in the last air, buddy. time I checked <laughs>
0: last time I checked this is america you can say what you want all right uh, you know hey you know I'm a humble
2: handicapper I don't want to brag too much <laughs> Throw you know, that d but, in the air yeah, buddy you, you
0: can say what you want as long as you're not the Houston Rockets general manager <laughs> Right. Uh, uh, Anyway, then your ex. I don't want. I don't want LeBron to to call me uninformed. (laughs) Yeah. Meanwhile, what's that tennis player doing right now? She's still fucking on a milk carton. Yeah, she's underground. Yeah. (laughs) Great things happening over there. Um. Uh. uh, Where are we at here, guys? Navy, Army, in the Meadowlands. Okay, I I needed to uh, to make sure I I check up on this because when I looked earlier in the week. Um, the weather was going to play a factor. Ooh. Just don't. Yes, yeah, Saturday rain all day. Yes. Why? Th- this is too big of a line, guys. Now the over/under is at Does thirty-five. That a factor in, in this game. Yeah, well, when you pitch <laughs> the ball a lot, I would think so because you. <laughs> okay, all right. I see your point. I mean, <laughs> m-
2: maybe even more so to take the under in those and and that passing yardage.
0: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, well, I can tell you this: seven and a half points is way too much right I'm all over I know this game last year was 15 to nothing but I'm all over the uh, the, the the midshipman plus se- seven and a half sign me up that lock that thing up let's let's just uh let's just go ahead and do this all right it's easy money uh, I need-
1: You have been uh, hyping Navy as an underrated team all year, but at a certain point, a team just cannot get it done. And what did they finish at? Three and eight. Army's sitting there at eight and three. Okay. Seven and a half, you said? Yeah. I mean... uh,
0: a lot of Navy's losses have been close. A seven-point yeah, loss against Cincinnati. Take it.
1: A three-point loss against a winning ECU And they team. lost
0: last year, so they got that motivation. It's true. An eight-point
1: loss at Houston. A seven-point loss against SMU. These are all really good teams. So they are capable of keeping it close against better teams than Army is within a touchdown.
0: You, I'm telling you, it's a lock. Take Navy plus seven and a half now. How about this? You know uh, the under is fifteen and zero in the last fifteen games. The hmm. under is 15 to zero, and, and overall in the last 47 matchups, the under is 38 and nine. The under is at 35 overall Vegas
1: catch on Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, look, air force and army played earlier in the year in Dallas. It was 0 at half. That game went to a couple overtimes and the under still hit. <laughs> what are we doing here, Nick? I'm seeing it at six
1: and a half by the way. And I'm still riding Navy because of, well, I don't know. That's
2: tough. Mm, has it come down some? Uh, it's kind down a, Right now, I see it at seven and a half. Tally sites got it at yeah. six and a half. So here's my problem with this game. I think everybody logically is going to be on Navy. Uh, you guys know this is not my favorite game of the season. I'm not going to watch it. I, I got a ton of respect for the players band, and everybody. Son of a bitch! Well, hey, 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 I got a ton of respect for the players the and everybody involved. <laughs> I can't talk but, to that son of a bitch. I really can't. <laughs> I me, can't it's talk a to that boring a ass game, and I'm going to be watching college basketball on Saturday f- for the most part. Now, as far as the line goes, I, to me, it smells. I, I think everybody says this is going to be a low scoring. It's going to go under. You know, it's too many points. Uh, so, fuck it.
0: I'm going to take Army. I'm going to lay the points. I'm going to say it goes over. I'm going to I'm going to hit that money line too, plus two thirty five. Now, I will say this. I might be buying into the overplay because this thing is low. I mean, how about this though, Nick? 34 and a half. Does it bother you that it was 34 and right now I'm seeing it at 35. That thing has gone up. So that means money coming in on the over. So get in. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Patty C uh, you're, you're taking Navy plus, plus I don't know.
1: You? No, it's i am got it. I'm getting it at six and a half. I'm going Army.
0: Okay.
2: I'm. A, I got a seven,
0: seven and a half. half in I navy. go navy at
1: six and a half. I'm going.
2: What about on. at seven? So well, they place a line at seven and a half in order to get people to go on navy, right? Probably. So that tells you maybe you should go army. I don't know. No, nope,
0: so, not not me because I'm taking navy on the money line. All right. Usually, like usually,
2: I'm more of a gut guy. Also, I don't care about you know laying the hook or you know all that stuff. But in this game, I don't know. I th- I just think everybody's going to be on navy. So give me army.
0: Well. Okay. By the way, you, Nick, do you remember? I, I saw this ad, uh, you know, I, Patty C did call for Georgia to win by three touchdowns against Alabama. Mm,
2: mm, mm, mm. Mm. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yes.
0: They mm. were up 10, nothing. I was like, I was so
1: ready to talk <laughs> shit. And I was like, yo, I knew it. You motherfuckers. And then boom,
2: I, I, I missed the first like eight or, or nine minutes of the game. I was driving back from uh, some, some family stuff and I was like, oh shit, man. Cause I, I bet Bama. Uh, I
0: bet big Bama. And so I was, man, I was like, Oh fuck man, is Georgia is just going to roll. I never had a, uh, even when they were up 10, nothing. Cause I knew <laughs> Bama dropped a pick six. They also missed a wide and, open receiver on a, on a, on a uh, breakdown defensively. And I, I know you told me that, but I, I didn't
2: watch it. So I'm I'm like, just looking at my phone. Like, Oh shit. Georgia's up that big already. I was in the yeah. same boat as you Nick. I, yeah.
1: I, I came in when it was 10. I want to say Bama had just started scoring. Maybe it was 10 yeah. seven. And then the, the fucking floodgates open.
0: But either way, I uh, just had to call that out. I had to talk some shit to you, Patty. See, and Nick with his no—I no, don't like to watch the Service Academy. This well, is, this
1: Kobe th- wants to watch Alabama win the 50th straight national <laughs> title, so
0: <laughs> fuck you. There's no such thing as a national championship, all right? Uh, but Nick, Nick's sitting there saying, "I hate the Service Academy." Let me just cue I this. I never said hate. Let me just—I uh, bet you used to sell more
1: Girl Scout cookies than any other member of the whole troop, didn't you? What were you calling yourself back then, Yolanda? You little Yolanda, bitch. You
0: little bitch. <laughs> Sit- that's what I think of you, what the right? the fuck is that from? <laughs> <laughs> is that uh judgment night? No, no, that is uh great John C. McGintley uh in, in the, the fine movie Nothing oh, to lose. Yeah, right, 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 right. Um yeah. all right, let's get to the FCS playoffs, all right? Um where the real football is played. Yeah, real playoff, actual home games in cold weather. This is the way it should be. Out the gate, Friday night, Montana, the Grizz travel to Harrisonburg, Virginia. They go from one party of beaten Virginia. Look, the last time they played Virginia tech, they beat Virginia tech in football. The last time they played Virginia in basketball, they beat Virginia in basketball. But can they do it against the Grizz in Harrisonburg Friday night, the lone FCS game guys, this is a great spot on Friday night. The FCS finally wised up and said, Hey, we should put a weekday game on. How about you do it the whole year? You fucks. All right. JMU is laying six and a half. I'm riding with the Dukes. To win by seven or more. Nick, what are you doing? I'm with you, man. I was wrong about the Grizz last week. Uh, you know, they rolled
2: 57, 41 beating Eastern Washington. You know, but they did give up forty one points, you know, which is concerning, especially since JMU has put up over fifty in three of their last four games.
0: But Colt Eric Barrier is course. much better than Cole Johnson. <laughs> Hey,
2: Cole Johnson has thrown for 37 touchdowns and two interceptions this year. All right. Look, I was in the the spring. I know Cole. He always goes, he always
0: goes to the outside.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was no fan of the springtime, but apparently this guy has turned a corner. Even if he's a lawn chair, that lawn chair can turn a little bit too. Uh, (laughs) Give me JMU man, especially at home. I agree. Patty. See, what are you doing? Why are you even asking? Me oh, this there we go. Look,
1: Everyone was saying, Oh, Southeast Louisiana. The spread was 14 and a half. They end up winning by what? Uh, 39. And they, I was with you, Patty. And they pumped the brakes at the end of that game. They had 30, uh, 59 points by the third quarter get or not by the third quarter midway through the third quarter. JMU is going to slap the shit out of Montana in Harrisonburg. Okay. And then guess where we're going. What is that? We're going to that fucking Fargo dome. We're going to strangle those fucking bison in their own stadium. Then we're taking Sam Houston down in the national championship. We'll get the fuck out of the FCS. Fuck everyone else.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay. Uh, Next up on the slate guys, Saturday, we do have three college football playoff games mixed with uh, army Navy. We have South Dakota state, which I must apologize on the SGP show. I said a dome team. I, I, I was thinking North Dakota state at the time or South Dakota, Um, South Dakota state does not play in a dome. They are traveling to Villanova, but this game will be in the rain. This is calling for rain all day. Does that favor Pierre strong and that good running attack for the Jackrabbits? South Dakota state's laying seven against Nova. Nick, what are you doing? This is my only
2: dog play of the week. So I'm on a lot of favorites. I'm on three FCS favorites and I'm on army, but here give me Villanova to at least keep it close like i mean neither team was overly impressive a week ago but a home dog getting a touchdown with a team that's that's led by Leesburg's own Daniel Smith at QB Villanova keeps it close here i think South Dakota State wins especially if it's a sloppy game in the rain i think that favors a low scoring affair i
0: like Villanova to cover wow um and and by the way uh I like South Dakota State here, but the rain is concerning. Patty C, what are you doing? I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with some breaking news in a second.
1: I mean, Villanova the last couple of weeks squeaking by uh, Delaware by eight, I guess not a complete squeak, but five against Holy Cross, and now they're coming against uh, South Dakota State. Uh, meanwhile this uh, Villanova their ranking is based on that one a 1 point win against JMU where they came back from like
0: they struggled against Holy 14 Cross. 14 or Holy Cross down. had their chances.
1: South Dakota State should probably be the higher ranked team here. They lost by one against uh, Southern Illinois. They lost by 3 against at South Dakota. Look, this team is uh in the National Championship last year. They might go again this year. They're going to beat Villanova by more than 7 even on the road.
0: I agree. I agree. Okay, now before we get to the, these other ones Breaking news. The airport Florida International has hired, I think an A hire, Mike McIntyre, the Colorado coach that was fired, Duh. was coach of the year just a few years ago, uh 2016 AP coach of the year. Thought he was wrongfully fired, thought he should have got another year at Colorado. Um, he was at San Jose State before yeah, that. One right? one double digit games at San Jose State. Uh come and in- After he left that program fell off. Yes. Yes. Time. I like that hire by the airport. I might, we might have to fly down to that airport. He was national but coach of the year. The few national years ago? coach of the year 2016. He's back. He, this guy has been doing with, last couple of years. Just taking time he, off. He was actually at Ole Miss with rich rod and, really? and, and then uh, went, he was Memphis's DC this year. Oh no shit. Yeah. Good hire. So I like the hire by Florida international. I think that's an a hire. Let's let's uh, give it up for the airport. All right. Ooh. No, no layover there. All right. Boom. Um, <laughs> Okay, next up, we got Montana State. Nick said he's ta- I'm taking two dogs, all right? Montana State travels down to Sam Houston State. Sam Houston State, incarnate word, pushed this team to the edge. That was a game. And I I I'm kind of a buyer into this Montana State. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to watch what Brent Vigin is doing there, Vigin, Vigin, I don't fucking know how they pronounce that again. But, <laughs> Vagina? Yeah. Uh, Brent Vagina. But he comes over from North Dakota State. This guy's a successful coach in year one, doing 10 and 2 at Montana State and Bozeman. Give me Montana State to cover this. Maybe even sprinkle some on the money line. It's a good defensive team, Patty C. <sighs> I'm struggling. i Sam Houston state and Montana state pull up these. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 my inclination
1: after last week is Sam Houston state five and a half at home. Montana state's had a pretty good year. Now they did get slapped around in the, uh, in the brawl of the wild brawl of the wild. And so I think we're going to see a similar level of competition. And I think that may be a hiccup by the Bearcats. So I'm going to take Sam Houston state to cover five and a half.
0: Ooh, Ooh, Nick, what are you doing here?
2: I'm with Patty C. So Montana State averages thirty-six points per game at home. They only average eighteen points per game on the road. I'm on the home teams in these playoffs here. Give me Sam Houston State to at least win by a touchdown.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Uh, by the way, I did hear that Kalani Sataki was talking with Oregon and they've stalled on on talks, apparently. We'll see. Um East Tennessee State travels to North Dakota State in the Fargo Dome. East Tennessee State's getting 22 and a half points. I think it's a little bit too much for this Buccaneer team. They got fight. They scored 15 pin points in the final 2 minutes of that game. A wild one. That was a wild one. Um I I'm going to take the Buccaneers. Patty, see what are you doing? Gosh,
1: I mean, they have squeaked by several opponents in a row. 4-point win against uh, Furman Seven point win against VMI, three point win against Mercer, one point win against Kennesaw. Uh, But yeah, I think you're right. Even at the Fargo Dome, they have enough fight in them to stay closer than twenty three and a half. Give me the Bucks, and screw North Dakota State.
0: Just want to remind you guys that East Tennessee State beat Vanderbilt by more than Kentucky did. That that great (laughs) second win that Georgia had, or the the best win that Georgia had. Okay, let's uh let, let's just, we got Let's to... let's let's uh see what NC Nick has to say. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Don't
1: try and cut my guy. <laughs> Sorry, off I'm from... reading
0: all this fucking news. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's roll especially because you guys are wrong all right now. uh, Eastern East Tennessee state,
2: congrats for making it this far, but there will be no partying at yeehaw brewing this weekend. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Like Patty C said, lots of close wins are really in the last five games. The only convincing win was against a bad Western Carolina team. They stand no chance in the Fargo dome. I know 22 and a half is a lot of points, but if you look at, at, uh, North Dakota state, Six of their wins this year have been by more than that margin, including all three of their last three games. Last three games, they won won by 31, 28, and 32. They do it again and they just blow out East Tennessee State like 56 14 or
0: something. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Well, I'll tell you this, buddy. If we had to lock up one FCS game, I want to hear, I think I feel best about. JMU as a lock. So I will lock that one up. The, updating th- the sound that, that is crocodile dundee music, my friend. <laughs> nice. Alright. Uh so I am locking up. That's some new lock music for you. I am locking up JMU minus six and a half. Patty C, NC Nick, you got any locks? Fire them du- away. Double down on that one for Patty C. Oh, you want to double that? Well, Give me them vibes, baby. (laughs) Nick, what are you doing? I'll just
2: say the the one I just mentioned, North Dakota State. Man, they Hmm. roll big time. Okay. Oh,
1: I sense Nick and I having quite the fucking argument next week when it comes (laughs) to North Dakota State versus JMU. Assuming. Where's that
2: game at? Who's the higher seed? Oh, God, this guy. This guy's being funny. He's being funny. Number two (laughs) the whole fucking
1: season. And these schmucks in the FCS. Just like the CAA dogged us and won't let us play in any conference championship games, the whole entirety of the FCS dogged us by putting us as the three seed when we've been two all year long. Fuck the FCS. We're walking away from (laughs) you, motherfuckers.
2: Dude, you, you guys beat George Mason in basketball, all right? All right, man. Fuck y'all!
1: <laughs> we beat Mason. We beat UVA. We're taking over the state. Virginia Tech, you want some? Oh no, you won't schedule us
0: anymore because you're fucking bitches! I'm going off over here. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, look, we got D two playoffs, guys. Ferris State is taking on Shepherd. Do you want some of this Shepherd pie, Nick? This is happening at noon on Pacific time. Noon thirty Pacific time. Uh, Ferris State, the one seed. Shepherd, the two seed. What are you doing here, Nick? Uh, dude, look, I'm 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 half Irish, but no shepherd's pie for me tonight. <laughs> Give me Ferris State. Ferris State. I think I'm with you. I'm taking Ferris State. Patty C. Hold on. What what's going on? D two. D two. College football playoffs. It's funny. Every division has a a large playoff. It's interesting. Yeah, it is. Wouldn't it be great? <laughs> yeah.
1: Ferris State versus who? Shepherd. I gotta roll with
2: Shepherd.
0: Yeah, I mean, where's I ha- Shepherd at? Where's Actually, Shepherd? I have a German Shepherd, like a part German Shepherd, Shepherd, part Husky maybe. Shepherd. I think is in like uh, Virginia or West Virginia, right? Yeah, maybe West it's Virginia, man.
1: Yeah, it's not in Virginia. Shepard University. Yeah, Shepherd, University? Yeah. Shepherd and Patty, See, Where's that? West again? Virginia. West, West Virginia. Yeah. yeah,
0: I knew some and, people that uh, went there. I feel like Ferris I got State recruited like, by it, this. Is Ferris fair State, part. like Minnesota or something. Ferris State is <laughs> Michigan. Nobody. Michigan. Michigan. B- Big Rapids,
2: Michigan. Michigan, Minnesota, Big Rapids—I never heard of it. Uh, fair, fair <laughs> state, rolls.
0: Uh, you know what? I'm I'm switching over to Shepherd. Give me some of that Shepherd pie. All right. <laughs> on the other side of this, we got Mike Leach, once won championships here at Valdosta State, and they're going up against two one seeds, making it here, the Colorado School of Mines,
1: hmm. home to. Uh- uh, who, who, who did, uh, old used car salesman at Houston, um, Dana Holgerson Holgerson gave uh, credit for the fly suite yes, yes. to, I forget who <laughs> the Colorado lines.
0: I know who the, the coach that was there. I, I forget his name right now. Um, but look, this aren't, is- the, aren't they like a nerd ass like engineering school or something? <laughs> I'm going, I'm going Valdosta state. Man. I'm riding with I'm Mike playing. one leech. And by the way, Bob Stitt, Bob Stitt there it is. Former yeah. Montana coach as well. Uh look the 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 final four just so you know guys, the reason why you have this large playoff is because guess what, all four number 1 seeds didn't make it. Meaning that they wouldn't have had the f- the, the right four teams in. All right? That's 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 your proof, all right? Uh oh, there will be upsets. There we,
1: will be upsets galore once
0: once they explain how that happens. Yeah. Uh, who'd you
1: go with, Petty? See, so you went with the School of Mines. Give me the School of Mines, baby. <laughs> all
0: right. Well, D three. We're not done yet, guys. We're not done yet. We got games. All right. Um, wait. There we go. Mary Hardin Baylor takes on Wisconsin Whitewater this Saturday. I don't think. I don't think we even need to talk about this. We got to go Whitewater, right? Got to go Whitewater. Uh, look, Nick, what are you doing of here? Of course. And we also have North Central taking on Mount Union. Which oh, would then set up a Wisconsin Whitewater Mountain Union Championship. Haven't seen that one before. Yeah, <laughs> haven't seen that one before. Let's ride Mountain Union, right? Easy. No, North Central there for me. You guys are wrong, <laughs> dude. Look at was
2: Wisconsin Whitewater. North Central, what? It's like the dumbest name ever. North Central.
0: <laughs> Wisconsin Whitewater won sixty nine to seven in the first round, forty five nothing in the second round, fifty one twenty one in the third round. They might be the best team because Mountain Union just barely won by six against Molenberg. Right, uh, John. Where's, where, where's North Central? Uh, Illinois, I believe. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Talk about your ass. No, I'm right. I'm right. Um, look, 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 Mountain
1: Union and uh, Wisconsin Whitewater played in the national championship against each other in 2005, 2006, uh, 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011. 2013
2: and 2014. It's a great rivalry. <laughs> Maybe a bigger playoff isn't needed. Yeah,
0: well, in the D3 ranks, apparently not. Yeah, there's two teams. Yeah. Isn't is Mount Union, uh, Ohio? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, my, Matt Campbell went there. Um, all right, uh, folks, I want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. If you're not using PropSwap, then you're missing out. PropSwap is the number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit. And PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. Yes. Uh, we're also brought to you by better fantasy, better fantasy is a new free to play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league, so You can bet on the matchups you cash out. You can cash out for gift cards, even help raise money for a charity. It's a brand new company. And they're looking to grow their early adopter community. Uh, it's a slick app. It's fun to use. You got to check it out. Plus they just added a cool bonus. If you can get your entire league to join better fantasy, they'll give you a league, $150 or your whole league, $150 gift card. To get a sick ass trophy from trophiesmack.com. Check them out today at better fantasy. That's B-E-T-T-O-R-Fantasy.com slash S G P N. We're also brought to you by Sobet. Yes. Let's get back to the root, uh, the roots of betting with Sobet. Go to Sobet.io slash SGPN. That's Sobet.io slash SGPN today to join the revolution. And I also want to tell you we're brought to you by the SGPN app. We're now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right, folks, we went through all of them. We went through all the games. Uh besides college basketball, which we will have you covered on the episode tomorrow night. What are you guys what are you,
2: What's hey, up? Hey, quick uh what about a little teaser action? A little FCS teaser action. I'm in. Let's do this thing. Uh, let me uh let me pull it up here. I got, Sorry, Pat. Uh, go ahead, Colby. Go uh, ahead. Uh, well, what I'm going to
0: bring J, JMU down to a point and a half, or uh, basically laying a half a point. Mm, uh, so I, I like got J, JMU minus a half, South Dakota State minus one. Uh, do that. And then I'm going to do a four team teaser. I don't even care about a three team. <laughs> Tease them all. Well, I'm going to go Navy <laughs> up to 13 and a half. There's no ah, way. There's no way you lose that, right? Smart. Yeah, And I'm also I'm, I'm also gonna take a flyer on East Tennessee State plus 28 and a half because you're going over that key number of 28. Boom sign me up let's do this. Let's make some money Nick, what are you doing? I'm I'm steering clear of Army Navy because I hate that
2: game apparently. Uh, I'm steering clear of San Diego State Villanova so give me uh, Sam Houston which would be like what like plus one or something. Uh, JMU. I like that move. Basically, pick pick 'em. You know, minus a half a point, and then bring North Dakota State down to 16 or whatever. So yeah, that would be my teaser.
1: Patty, I mean, how many games are there? I feel like we've kind of touched on every single one of them at this point.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, give me JMU, North down. Dakota State. So and JMU down to a half a point. North Dakota State up to or down to so you 20, yeah, 16, 16 and a yeah. half,
1: and then South Dakota State down to a point.
0: Interesting.
2: Interesting. Ooh, you, don't, you don't think Villanova could win that straight up? No. <laughs> Probably not. Probably uh,
0: not. Guys, we also have the Grey Cup happening Sunday. I don't want to get out of here without giving love to the CFL. Winnipeg, the blue bombers taking on the Hamilton ooh, Tiger Cats. Uh Winnipeg laying four and a half. Patty C. Uh, what's what's cooler, a Tiger Cat or a Blue Bomber? The
1: Blue Bomber's great name. Johnny Manziel was
0: on the Tiger Cats, right? June Jones, friend of the program. Jerry Glanville, friend of the program. Been with the Hamilton Tiger Cats, so I got to represent the t- the the Tiger Cats. We Tigers. we get the heart of lions, tigers and bears. I feel like I'm taking the four and a half It's a little
1: redundant, but uh, it's kind of cooler than a Blue Bomber. <laughs> so let's ro- let's roll with Hamilton there.
0: Hamilton, Nick, who are you going with? Blue Bomber? Uh, yeah, usually, usually I'm a Rough Rider guy. Um, <laughs> uh, what was that? What's the Rough Riders? That's about uh, ten different teams. Yeah, so. I think the Ottawa Rough Riders, right? That like no four or five. Rough there was riders. two Rough Riders, weren't there? For, for a while there, it's not, it's not multiple Rough Riders. There's only the, the one. Rough there's riders. the Red Blacks. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that the the Rough Riders a rap group? It's the Ottawa Rough Riders. <laughs> I was right, dude. Uh, all right, all right. Yeah, <laughs> it's got like that, that show in there, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> dude. There's uh, uh, Ottawa,
1: Saskatchewan. Both the Rough Riders, and I feel like there was another team. That was R U F F riders at one point. Are you serious? There. There's only—is there like ten
2: teams? How can there be multiple rough? Riders? Because
1: people <laughs> in Canada ride rough.
2: Yeah, go
0: Edmonton Eskimos. <laughs> That's all I say. Hey,
2: I I ride rough too. Okay, give me the dog and the tiger
0: cats. There it is. Oh, we're all doing the tiger that? cats. Throw that into the parlay. All right, folks. This is the college football experience. Make sure uh, you subscribe. Also subscribe to the college basketball experience. Check out uh, me on Twitter at the Colby D Patty C's on Twitter at Patty CA A31, NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K the college basketball and college football experience are on Twitter at TCE on SGPN and the sports gambling podcast network is on Twitter at the SGP network. Give them all a follow, get that SGPN app for free in the app store and Google play store. You get access to all of our picks, all of our podcasts. You gotta do it. All right. This is the college football experience. FCS playoff and Army Navy preview. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. <laughs>